Welcome, everybody, to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy, and today I'm joined by John, who's back Ooh. from Italy from making sure that John. Vito can never take another John. vacation there again. I actually destroyed it. It's gone. That, I'm that, going thank there. Thank you. That was your job. You really earth. aren't, Vito, because... I bought oh. my tickets and everything already. They're... He's they gonna just nosedive straight into a giant hole in the ground. So it's just a black hole. It's just a black hole. Yeah. I'm sorry to break. We got uh, just a crater. Right, I guess I'll have to go somewhere else. No, we got flask yeah. on the on the hey. ones and the twos. Flask, how the ones and twos doing? Three. That bad, <laughs> huh? Unfortunately. And then finally, we got a uh, Vito, who, frankly, I'm. I'm shocked you had time to make it because I thought I gave you an assignment to learn more about how barotrauma wiring works. Figured we'd be pretty busy with in the books tonight. Why uh, would why would I learn that when I'm the mechanic? That's your job, pal. Oh, okay. Mm. Now that's well. We'll get into it later on. Uh, we got a big show today. I think actually, even though maybe a little bit smaller than I would have liked because my friend Greg can't be here. Greg will be back with <laughs> us next week. Uh, hey. Before I get into today's show, we streamed last weekend for Steam Next Fest, played a medley of uh, various games on the docket, most or various games upcoming, I should say. Most of them were good. Um, all of them were at least entertaining to play as a group. Flash. Yeah, that puzzle room, we did. Uh, we solved the um, master level 1000 genius level uh, escape room. It only yeah, took I, four brains. <laughs> Honestly, though, necessary. like, I let's just say it was a thirty-minute adventure. Doing that, I'm just spitballing. Like, we blew through ninety percent of it in ten minutes. Like, we were going at a good clip, and then, like, man, that last ten percent, though, like, we really banged our heads against the wall there. But we eventually yeah. discovered it. That's a uh, escape from Murder Haven Man Manor Mansion Mistwood Manor, I believe. Mistwood, Mistwood Mansion. Murder Mur Mansion. Escape from Dude. Murder Mansion. Coming soon Blast. to Steam. I was going to say, yeah. we need to make an escape room game and call it Murder Haven Mansion Manor now. <laughs> Murder Haven Manor Woodson. God, I didn't never expected there to be a problem at Murder Haven Manor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a haven for murders. A crow. It's a crow haven. God, why am I always getting calls to this place? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, Raven Haven, perhaps. Raven Haven. Yeah. Uh, Flask, um, you always do a great job at cutting up the videos into uh, bite-sized chunks on the YouTube. So surely, shortly, you'll be able to index the videos by the game we played seven, eight games. So what's funny is that I did it differently this time. Um, we had some technical issues on the stream. I don't know why that happened. I'll, I'll get them resolved by next time, obviously. Um, but I ended up just slapping up uh, an entire like one video uh, for the YouTube and just time stamped all the games. Yeah, so there's like works. a four hour video, four and a half hour I mean, video. On that YouTube totally right works now. too. Yeah, and you can just go and check out which games you want to check out. You know, dude, all, all that together. in one video—that's just more bang for your buck, right there. Definitely less click, yeah. less uh, clicking. You know, it's yeah. Really on on that time. note, though, like if you were on the stream, uh, we're we're super sorry for all the technical issues. Uh, we've run in, you know, we're we're big time streamers. We're kind of professionals at this. We we know our way around a, a wire and a cable, but uh, 
just something wasn't clicking right. And we kept having issues on the OBS end with keeping things happy and running. So we'll definitely look into that before next time. Yeah, I was um, a viewer and I was fucking lit. You're pissed. Lift. I know. I was getting yeah. calls. Dude, my phone was blowing up. Like, it was insane. Yeah. Um, did, now, did you guys do like a wrap up talk about the stream at the end or uh... Uh, no 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 because hilariously enough uh I had like I think I had just said like wow everybody that was a great medley of games or some generic line like that and I was going to lead us into the outro talk and then OBS crashed and oh, at that okay. point we were at that point we were like well you know I mean are we really going to come online just to say goodbye like so I just typed out a, a nice Z message in the Twitch yeah. chat <laughs> Um, well, oh. you guys want to tackle it a little bit now? Talk about the, from the top or at the top of this pod. Talk about the the stream a little bit. Yeah, we could totally do that. That's not a bad like, idea. Like uh, you had you had favorites, least favorites. Yeah, I appreciate surprises. that suggestion. Uh, yeah, um, I guess I'll go first. Lies of P was one of the two games I played. Um, that game. <clears throat> what didn't surprise me especially based on you talking about it, Vito, was that the game was basically like a carbon copy of a Bloodborne or a Souls game. Like Carbon copy. You could you could jump into that game, not read a single bit of text, and like a good probably... One? Yeah, no. It, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I, I say so in the sense that, like, there's a lot of one of do. those games. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? like this, and this is, uh, honestly, like, has the potential to be the best Souls knockoff, I think. Um, I had I, just the combat just instantly felt familiar and clicked well with me. Like a lot of these games who play like Souls end up feeling off in some really big way. And that's fine if, like, I'm not saying like they got to be like Souls for me to like it. I'm just saying if you're going in that direction, um, Lies of P is definitely nailing it so far. Uh, now, there's one exception I'll say is that um, this is not necessarily coming from me, but people were having a lot of issues with uh, um, timing the parry. And I say that's not coming from me because I did have those issues with timing the parry, but I only played the game for like a half hour. I don't want to like say like, oh, the parry is bad because I didn't learn it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, as a result, the game has been delayed a month to try to address those issues. So at least the developers are responding. They're not trying to do some lame-ass day one patch. They're just straight out the gate like, yep, okay, well, just give us a few more weeks. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Um, and now you, so you played 30 minutes on stream, so, which I saw. Did you play any more after that? Not yet, but hang on. Let me let me finish my, my thread there. <clears throat> so all that was the not-so-surprising thing, that it was a Souls clone. But what actually surprised me was that I found myself really quickly falling in love with the world like there's a lot of really cool lore like yeah. there's just a lot of like neat bits and bobs PCU with cool sounding names expansive you know yeah the, the the pinocchio cinematic universe absolutely it's going places dude it's had something like eight movies in 2022 or is that part uh, of the is that part of the disney cinematic universe therefore marvel well, there could be some well, crossovers. It's, there could it's be some cool stuff. Could definitely be some crossovers there. Uh, personally, I I say absolutely no question, and you're an idiot if you think otherwise. But uh, there's yeah. there's 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 open debate. There's but it could go either way. <laughs> right, it could go either way. It could technically go either way. 
Like literally, just by a technicality, you go either way. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, I really, you get that? I, I did. Um, you know, I get that entirely. But um, I did really like the lore, and you got to play the demo more because it really, I mean, it, it's fucking sick how they turn Pinocchio into this grim, you know, fairy tale, uh, and also like just like lay it over like a fucking stencil on top of uh, yeah. Of Elder Scroll or not Elf, fucking Elden Ring uh, from Soft Games. Do you think you're going to be eaten by a whale at some point? I think Monstro's going to be an Elder Absolutely. that you're going to sure. have like eyes on the inside and you're going to be awakened to it, you know? Yeah, I think so. And you're going to have to fight um, Geppetto at the end? So the, the central conceit of the game, I, I'll, I'll just say this much, is that you play as Pinocchio. You are a puppet, which Vito is like an I'm android. He's closer to an android. Yeah, you're like an android. Yeah, you're basically like an android. And nobody's puppet. Um, a rule is that, that puppets, you've got puppets no cannot time. lie. Puppets are unable to lie. I robot. That's the first law. It's just I robot. Uh, but Pinocchio. I am a robot. Is a is a, pup, is a puppet that can lie. Whoa. Yeah. No, you didn't lie in the demo. Then you use your abilities to lie to kill people with swords. Well, we don't know. See, I haven't even played far enough the demo to like. I've seen you. No, I've seen you kill people in the demo. I'm just saying, I'm killing people, but like, I don't know what that means. No, no, there's there's lying. There, if you play more of that demo, it's a long demo. Dumb that they program the robots not to lie, but not not to murder. You know, not to not not to not murder though. It's kind of stupid though. Right. Um, and maybe like if you play the game more, you'll learn why Geppetto is like an idiot. Um, because those rules are really dumb. You're right. I agree with that. Um, um sorry, and I, yeah, you know, I, uh, whew, Liza P. The other game I wanted to mention real quick. Uh, we we already mentioned this actual just briefly. Escape from uh, Murder Haven Manor, whatever it is. That, Miss uh, Wood Mansion. Yeah, Are you just making up words instead of that title. <laughs> they'll figure it out. A murder of bad enough, they'll figure it out. Um, me and Flask have talked before about a few different escape room games that we've played and enjoyed. Escape Academy and Escape Simulator. Um, from the one room that we did with Greg, uh, I think that that game seems to fit right along the same family. The the puzzles had clever solutions. Um, yes, that felt earned. And also like, ah, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, it fell right alongside those types of games. I'm definitely going to play that. Yeah. But the other game I, re- I really want to mention was Viewfinder. Uh, yes! Yes! I was really loving Viewfinder. Oh, um, I didn't hear you guys say anything about it, so I thought that maybe you guys didn't like it. Because no, I, dude, I, I missed it. that part of the stream. Oh, you gotta um, check it out. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Well, actually, no, don't, don't, don't check it out. Just play it yourself. Or it's I did catch... No, no, no. I, I, I played the demo before you guys oh, okay. before you guys did, and I, and I loved it. Me too. I, I thought it was like, actually, it's the most exciting part of that, that next fest for me, because I just really loved um, that, you know, the solutions to the puzzles are not... Like, like you could have made this game and had the solutions be like extremely predetermined. Like, you have to slot this picture in in this exact way. But it, it kind of seemed almost a little open-ended where like, for instance, that one with the, I mean, not in a huge way, but it, it's fun. They built a physics system that you could play with. So like, you know, that one puzzle where you had to tilt the building so you could walk up it. 
mm-hmm. you know, but, but you could put that building anywhere around that thing and then, you know, hop up it like that. It's a physics system. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, they want you to put that picture in a specific place and then you slot it in and, you know, correct. Good job. Yeah. The picture is just like chunk out the world wherever you put it. So yeah. They just chunk I, out I find, the world. I find Dynamic all that exciting happen. and it was very fun to play around with in the little demo that we played. Same time, it's like also that stuff that makes me just, you know, maybe a little worried, just curious, like, are they going to be able to make the game have challenging and engaging puzzles while giving me these tools that seem to have no no boundaries, you know what I mean? No. I, you know, towards the end of the demo, I think, right, they give they start giving you like multiple photos. When they give you the camera, you can switch. Oh yeah, yes, that's okay. You get the camera, and then you're taking photos. So it that's when I was like, "How am yeah. I ever gonna like have a puzzle that's hard in this game?" Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying you wake I, up without the camera. You know? I almost prefer yeah, if it's like not super hard, but like you can approach a puzzle in different ways just by taking photos of diff- different shit. Like if you want to platform this in a weird way, you could do that. Or if you got really clever. You could find a much simpler way. You could poke a hole right through where you're supposed to go, you know, something like that. Um, it doesn't have to be super hard, but like, I gotta like have like a sense of like I'm solving something, not I'm just, you know, using the same solution to every puzzle by taking a picture of this one thing and then, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, well, I, I didn't find the demo to be like stupid easy, and I, I didn't think it was difficult either. But I, I, I kind of ran through it, but. You know, it wasn't completely trivial. I didn't think. Maybe we'll see. We'll did. see how it is on on release. But I'm excited for it for sure. Definitely. What about the rest of you guys? That's probably, I guess, my top. Three I can guys. go go through mine real quick. I played sure. uh, the Invincible, which was the walking simulator on like Mars or something. Uh, oh, you like that one, right? It wasn't very well made, which I was kind of surprised at. Or I mean, it was just the demo, but it didn't seem like super quality construction. Um, but also I just had like a failure of understanding at one point. Um, it wasn't very intuitive as like a game that like is supposed to be all walking. It like, right. Actually feels bad if you end up spending a lot of time walking around, finding out where to go. And I think like, you know, watching the stream, there, there's some of that, that was on us for not noticing something really obvious early on, but also like you walked up a really long side path only to, like, find out that you can't progress any further in that path. Like, you literally just didn't have the tools or whatever. So you just gotta, Mm -hmm. like, walk back down. I'm not saying that these things are, like, not in every game, video game ever, but, like, it didn't feel like there was, like, like a flow to, like, how you were playing it. You know what I mean? I do think the intuitiveness was lacking. Also, it didn't didn't grab me right away, but I think that's honestly down to just, this is going to be a game you play on your own. It's not a good group game. It's not a good stream game. Um, so I may still give another shot at some point. Like I think, no, nah, never mind. Uh, yeah, may, maybe I'll give it a shot, but um, I'm not like super impressed by the demo. Sure. And then uh, Ludo was the horror thing. I just kind of was like, I think I had already another played one of that demo at some point. Yeah, it's, it's just it another just one, like one of those types of games, and it wasn't that uh, that interesting to me. I agree. And then uh, Dusant, I'll definitely play because it's coming to Game Pass. Uh, that's the Don't Nod climbing game. And right. uh, it seemed fun enough. It didn't. It, it wasn't like sparklingly brilliant or anything like that. It, but it was definitely good enough that I'm going to check it out when it comes to Game Pass. Really, 
I mean, I thought you guys just, I watched you guys play that and you guys were just poo pooing all over it. So, I mean, to be fair, Flash was playing it. I I was watching it and like two totally different experiences. Um, and I was, and we were kind of clowning on the game immediately. It it didn't give a good, good first strong impression when like the very first thing you see when you start playing is like (laughs) an immersion breaking demo wall. What? That was from the Invincible. Sorry, I thought that's what we were still on. I thought that's what we were talking about. What? No, no I'm talking about Jusant, the... the climbing game. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I think I they was following, it in, in a way. I was following on, on to what video said and confused me. I went from the Invincible to Ludo to Jusant. <laughs> I do remember yeah, Ludo in the middle there. Fall. I guess I was responding oh, to something Vito said. I yeah, no, Jusant's coming uh, to Game Jusant. Pass. Uh, that's the Don't Nod climbing game. That game did look cool. And I'm going to play that. I'm going to check it out when it comes to Game Pass. Yeah, we we talked on the last no pod um, when we first saw Juicesant. Like, is this a walking simulator or is this like a platformer puzzle game thing? And, it, and it's definitely closer to the climbing platformer puzzle thing. I wouldn't really call uh, it like a Like I said, when we saw a glimpse of it before, it's like an eco, you know, it's like a, yeah. one of those um, team eco games. It's, it's, yeah. that's what the vibe I think is they're going for, you know? Well, like, there's, um, you know, there's some amounts of like, Okay, I know I need to go up there, but how do I get up there? And it seems like there's segments where like, okay, now I gotta do a long climb and you have you actually have like a huge stamina bar, but you still have to manage it if you're mm-hmm. doing like a climb that takes like a minute. You know what I mean? Um And you have a limited selection of the um the anchor points that you can utilize however you wish. And I yeah. imagine as the game goes along, this seemed like a tutorial section or like a a easy first area. And I imagine as you go along, it'll let you, it'll kind of open up to oh, do it how right? you want to do it, you know, like use what tools you have at your disposal in the way that you find uh, most effective. Seem to have enough cool gameplay bits and bobs that I I think, uh, I think it's worth checking out. It's coming to yeah. Game Pass. And you got a little butt pet on your shoulder. A little butt, butt face. Ass? Oh it's yeah, I already figured out the pet. story too. Oh yeah, a butt creature. Yeah, here's the here's the story. I'll, I'll just spoil it for you guys. Go um, ahead, bud. The butt creature is a water elemental of some kind, and he's got to take it shit up, dude. And it's sad. He's got to take it really high so that he can start a new ocean. Because it's like a th- into a cloud. Because there's the whole theme of the game. They're like the aesthetic. Is like your climb. It's like it looked like a desert in the trailer, but it's like you're you're climbing up a dried up ocean. Oh like yeah, like you're you're in a seabed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh that's sick. You're just making stuff up, dude. And it's really, like, not a good look. <laughs> that's like, cool. That's really there's like, cool. There's like there's like bits actually. of greenery still alive with like sea like little hey, you know, I'm your friend, crabs and sea life like and that kind crabs of crabs and algae you know and seaweed. Right? Yeah. Coral. I agree. You sound cool. <laughs> You're right, I gotta, gotta shut him down. Right here now, we gotta just end it. Yeah, I'll play that. I'm playing Juicent when it comes out. That was, that was DuPont. That was and then as far as Greg's game goes, like, um, Greg's games went. Um, Ghost Trick seemed fun. I mean, we had fun with it. Oh, I uh, that's an that. old game, though. That's like, you know, we knew it had enough goodness to it that people have been talking about it. It's a cult classic, you know? It's, it's one of those games that people still talk about to this day and that's why it had yeah. this release uh it, seem, um, it seems really clever like the whole game like there's a lot of fun interactions between objects 
Like, oftentimes, like, well, you, I mean, whatever. We saw one case, the first case, too. But, like, it kind of seemed like it was going to be a game where, like, it's going to be obvious what the big picture is. You got to go up and do that thing. But the way that you get up there is going to be, like, through a bunch of funny objects. Like, oh, I'm going to extend this so that I can, like, touch that lamp and that lamp will swing over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can imagine uh, that'll get more Rube Goldbergy as it goes along. Yeah, uh, much more neat. complex sequences of items possession. So I, I always meant to play that, but I'll I'll probably check that out. Some story point. had I a think, fun vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, it's like got that uh, kind of like cheesy, charmy noir, yeah. almost kind of thing. Charmy noir, cheesy noir, yeah, yeah. And then um, Grand Emprise, the less said about that, the better. That was funny for a stream, but maybe not even, like, it didn't last I don't, even the entire play session. Uh, that, was, that, game, that was a Greg pick for sure, but, it's, you know, what can you expect? That was what it was. It's not going to, uh, I don't think that's going to be a recommend for many of us. Did I miss that one? Which one was that? That, that was, was the, the last uh, one, you gotta survival crafting, on. time travel. Yeah, so that one was arc, but oh, you go well. through different time periods. Arc, but much lower it, budget. It could be cool. Oh, shit, it could be cool. It sounds and arc like was already it, low budget. And based on the trailer, where you start with like taming and running dinosaurs, and eventually you're uh, fucking riding around on the moon on a moon rover, blasting asteroids or something. Like it gets apparently it gets really insane, but. In the slice of 30, 45 minutes we saw of it, it was mostly gathering sticks and rocks. <laughs> it was already getting kind of old. All right, not bad, though. Big sticks, big rocks. <laughs> uh, Unironically, I think you should check it out. I think you would. It, it's single player only, too. I, I think it's right up your alley, actually. During the stream, I literally said, this is more of a John game than anything. This is like this is like ancestral ancestors, whatever that game was mm. called. You played for a while. Ancestors. It's not that good though. It's not. It's not. The, I'll, I'll get to the moon. You you can tell <laughs> think, that this game is is not. It could not be good with like how jank it is, but like <laughs> you know that might appeal to John. You know, could be fun. Hey, with, bad games know. can be fun, and also it's single player only video, so don't don't even say what you're about to say. Most human alcohol. friends watching. That's what he was, was going to say. say. I was going to say a lot of drugs. <laughs> uh, well, what about yeah. uh? I think that was about it, right? That, was that all the games? I think that was played? it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Check out Steam. the stream. Steam. Now we got some. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for your permission. Steam <laughs> Nexus. <laughs> no, go on. Oh, go that's on. what he was going to say. Oh, go ahead, dude. That whole time. Yeah, it wasn't like a big deal if you just wouldn't let me get the word out. Go ahead. Oh. Yeah, I just would like to. I just want to go home. Well, we home can't. Is where the heart is. We got roundtables to do. Oh, you're right. And <laughs> boy, I wish I had my dice ready because I, I kind of just want to roll the dice on this one. Oh man, I really like that dice roll you did during the stream. It really just tickled tickled my brain. In a good really, way. that that di that dice came from my good friend Vito. Oh really? That was my dice. Yeah, I'm using the the blue and the red right now. I gave uh, my I gave my older brother the. Uh, it was kind of like fuck? a black and gold one. You just gave it to somebody else, <laughs> even though I I gave it's it to my, you. It's my it's my fucking brother. I do anything for my brother. Re gifting. You know? 
I didn't. I didn't give it to him though. That's yeah, weird. I, you were just. You were just. I told him it came. I told him exactly really where it came from. Gifts. That was and like a lucky do, dice. You don't like tell them you gifted their gift. You know. Like okay. A, all right. I'm just. All right. Say fine. I, I, I won't tell you his reaction then, Vito. Sorry. I wasn't gonna say it. I was just gonna keep it a secret. But each one of those die that I gave you guys has a little bit of my blood in it. That's very special to me. That's cool. Well, in case I die, at least uh, my family will still have a little bit. I actually don't know where those dice are. I might have lost them already. <laughs> anyway, uh, he was psyched about it. You know, he, he I'm liked so it fucking mad right now. <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, it says Vito's going first. Like my oh, dice fuck. came. My dice came up Vito. Okay, came up. Hey, everything's coming up Vito, isn't it? No, just well, you just heard that your dice were regifted. So I don't know how you could say that. <laughs> I'm just trying to make my. I'm just trying to forget all that negativity and <laughs> put a positive spin on it. I thought you would enjoy seeing it spread out into the world. Mm. No, roll out. What am I going to do with two packs of dice? Vito? You want me to just well, what? What? What do you well, do? With two packs? Larger numbers. I, I want you. To, I numbers. want you to make every decision in your life based on a dice dice roll. No. <laughs> 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 that was a good uh, one. All right. First up, I bought uh, that battle bit game that everyone's saying is the best thing to ever happen to video the games. Remastered. Oh, I did too. Battle bit remastered, yeah. And he did as well. I, I also it. bought it, oh, John, but I haven't played it. it yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's 15 bucks. I'm sure you've seen news articles about it, how... You know, it's it's uh, the Call of Duty Battlefield killer, and it's only fifteen bucks, and it's a full game, and it's got a ton of content. It's also, two hundred fifty six player servers, I believe. Well, good thing um, we're here to tell you why all of that is wrong. Right. Take it away. Um, uh, a bunch of old people <laughs> don't listen to them. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Legitimately, uh, I'm I I play it. I, I still am playing it. Um, I like it because, uh, you know. There's, there's a, I, I always like to have a first person shooter. Like I, I, I like playing first person shooters. It's a shame what's happened to like the first person shooter genre in the last, you know, decade or whatever. Cause I haven't owned a Call of Duty in forever, nor a Battlefield because, you know, those games are just, that genre of games has just become very predatory. So it is cool that a game like this could come along. It's 15 bucks. That's it. I mean, it, you know, it's nothing to, to try it out at least. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's cool. So every night, you know, if I'm a little bored, I'll hop on. I'll, I'll I'll shoot some dudes a little bit, and it's you know it's cool. It's got you know massive maps, um, a lot of players, destructible environments. It's it's kind of like a battlefield. Uh, it's like that Roblox style of graphics. Is that fair to say? I don't know. It's like you're like Lego people. Yeah, I and, mean, I um, to, be, to be fair, I think it looks a little bit better than literally Roblox looks. But I'm, oh, really? But, but oh, fuck you! Well, I don't know because I, I don't even honestly I don't even know what Roblox is. He's I, I just it around about it, and it sounds like like blocks. I mean, this is like blocks. But it, it's low polygon textures, similar. Yeah. To I mean, like it, it looks like it. dog shit basically, but it's it like fun. Like, it looks like dog shit. No, I I like it. I like the style. Like you're you're playing as these little blocky people. Um, I don't like, dig that like style, Legos. but I don't think it looks like shit. I think I think it looks fine for that style, but I just I, I've never really dug that. Or it's better than Minecraft. Like I, I don't like dig like Minecraft aesthetic either. Well, in any case, it looks like that, 
and I have no problem with it. I knew it looked like that and I bought it. Um, and that's cool. And that's part of why it's 15 bucks. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it, you know, it is as advertised. I guess what threw me off, um, is that it is extremely sweaty, like very hard. Yeah. And this, this is my opinion. Like, you know, um, and, and I, I, from my memory, like I think the battlefield games were also kind of like hard, but not like this though. Like I remember like, Maybe it's the maybe it's the rate to kill or the, the what do you call that the rate to kill time like to kill time DTK. to kill seems very small in Battle Pit where it's like this is like a hardcore shooter like you could be walking out and you'll just get you know, probably like every time you spawn you'll get killed within like a minute because somebody shot you from somewhere you'll never know like there's the map's huge there's a million windows there's guys on roofs there's snipers people are very good at this game um. So I, I just find that I'm just dying, you know, I, I'm alive for like one minute, two minutes at most. Um, and it's just very hard. And, then, you know, it's hard to have as much fun when you're just constantly dying. But right. then sometimes some cool shit happens and I kill some people and, you know, that's fun. Um, but right. yeah, that part of it's a little bit of a letdown for me just because, you know, the, the graphics and that, that art style make it look like this game could be just like this fun kind of casual experience um but i don't think it's that i think it's actually more akin to like a hardcore like milsim shooter which is weird because it's got it looks like that i kind of don't agree i mean i agree that it is hardcore but i don't think it's much worse than than any first first of all i don't don't really like shooters well just because everyone else is doing it 15 bucks Mm -hmm. who cares but like i i likened it to rising storm vietnam um, which we've all played, or most of us played. Same yeah, same type know. of game, Battlefield I think game. I played a little bit. Extremely little bit. quick, li- live to to die ratio time or whatever. Um, even like something like Star Wars Battlefield, I find myself, mm. I think living and dying faster, and you're you know, you know spawning and dying faster in like a Star Wars game than I than I did this. And um, and look, I I think we're probably splitting hairs a little bit, but I I. I don't agree as far as like Star Wars Battlefield, I think is a game where like, no, I think I could live and go on like a kill streak for a while. But in this game, and maybe it, and it could be that we just had different experiences. Like I'm playing the support class and I just felt like the gun I started with was just fucking garbage. Well, if you're playing the support class, you're not really supposed to be shooting. I mean, well, oh yeah, I want to shoot guys too. I mean, it might, well, I the, mean, the gun is, a, it's like an LMG. Class. It's like an LMG, but it's just like really hard to use. And that, you know, Part of another letdown of the game for me, and I think for a lot of people, is that the progression system is extremely slow. Um, well, for two reasons. One, I think it is slow. Like maybe they, they, I heard it was faster in, you know, the alpha days, and now they've changed it. Um, and, you know, I guess they want people to play longer and, you know, really grind. And I never really liked that. But two, it's hard to fucking kill people. I mean, at least for me. So, Usually, that's like, how you unlock new guns. Yeah, your upgrades are based on kills. So it's like uh, I see, they're giving like, me a paradox. So it's like it's hard to kill for you, but it's easy to get killed. Like so, there's gonna be some kind of disc. Like all those people can't be super high level that are killing you. So there's got to be some sort of yeah. I mean, look, it, it, not that you're bad or they're good. There's some medium in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm not very good, but it, you know, you know, I don't know what else to expect either from like a 256 player server. Like right. there's so there's chaos. too many people. Yeah. yeah. There's too many people for you to be like the main character, you know? 
No, absolutely. Um, You're right. I would think. Although I have seen like videos on YouTube about like just dudes cleaning up, and I'm like, what the fuck? How do you do this? But um, just, call, just call it, just say st- fake and and lame, and then just just leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, yeah, I still have it, and I'm still playing it off and on. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it to some extent, and it was cheap. Andy uh, two houred it and returned it, which is totally. Fair. Oh, okay. he couldn't figure um, out how to shoot the gun. He kept saying, he "How do I yeah, shoot?" Yeah, to be to be I... fair, he could not figure yeah. out how to shoot the gun. So how do I shoot? And I kept saying, "No, you have to click the uh, button." And you like, what? Just click it once. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with the game at all. I just, I'm, I'm not really into the hardcore. I'm not really into the hardcore milsim thing. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I I thought the game, as you already said, I thought the game was going to be wackier than it was. Wacky. More of a light breezy fly around some shoppers shoot some rpgs with friends steal mm-hmm. um but it, it felt kind of sweaty from what i played and eh, i didn't really yeah. want to i feel like if the time to kill was just a bit longer like you know the, the game that perfectly encapsulates what i wanted out of this is like battlefield bad company 2 which had like like a pretty i thought it was like a pretty high time to kill like a game like that um and you could do like wacky shit. You could run around, you know, blow holes in the walls with C4 and stuff, you know, run up to people with a defibrillator. Like you could never fucking do that in this game. You would just get killed immediately. Um, hmm. But ah, there's like a I'm not class. I, I've, I've been revived plenty of times. No, I mean, kill people with a defibrillator. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's like whatever. I mean, that is a cool touch, but like knife defibrillator. Um, so I, I I would ask Andy this, but I don't know that he played enough or enjoyed the game enough to even answer this question. But like the way I'm the, the comparison I'm wondering about is to like a PUBG, where in that game you have to be very careful about your surroundings and like you have to be very aware and uh, choose when to move and when to stick and when to you know what to, where to move and everything like that. Um, well, and well, it is like, if, like that, but obviously you, you don't. It's not a one life game. Like, uh, I didn't, yeah, right, right. I, I I think the one life thing, at least for my limited time, didn't. It, it was it was closer to that than like a typical FPS though. Flash. Yeah, but I don't think it felt I think more you would quite have okay, a better too, time playing the game field. if you treated it like you did have one life. Okay, uh, interesting. I think it's very easy to get into the loop of dying and then wanting to run out there and get like a kill or something, and then just running out there and like not knowing yeah. the situation and getting pegged off again and then getting that loop and doing it again and again and again i can and get sure i think you, you could be on something there and, you could, and i know that's how you play and that's cool but i do think that you know that does mean like not taking action maybe doing a lot more of nothing you know just for the sake of surviving you know like i do like to like I, I yearn for those cool. You remember when Battlefield? They would call them like Battlefield moments. That was like their big marketing campaign. But there was something there, like chasing those, like you know, I don't know, fucking hitting the helicopter with the RPG or running through a building with a hum- Humvee or something like that, or, or rushing some people from behind. Like you crave those those action pack moments. You know, if you're playing very conservatively, you might not get as many of those. You know? Yeah. Um, right. I'm yeah, not disrecommending this game at all, by the way. I mean, obviously, if anybody's listening, check it out. It's 15 bucks, and people are raving about this game. So it's just, I think I, um, you know, thought it was a different game. But I, I am playing it. Um, so that's Battle Block that, Theater. Bit. 
Battle Block Theater Remastered. Um, what else? What else? What else? I was going to say, yeah, they played that Viewfinder demo. That was sick. Uh, we played some Deep Rock Galactic, the new season. I don't really have much to say about it because it didn't really add a ton. Um, just some new, new enemy types are cool. Um, I can't even remember what the missions are off the top of my head. I, if thought, they added they added, missions. I thought they added a nice amount of content for free. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not knocking it at all. Just, I'm just, I, I can't think of much to say just that we have been playing it. That's what's going on with us. Um, we, right. I'll, 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 I'll save the, the next ones for last. Um, so Futurama dropped their, uh, season eight trailer yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's coming to Hulu on July 24th. They released a, you know, a trailer with just, you know, uh, cuts from different episodes really quick. And um, yeah, I checked that out. So I, I, you know, I knew that the season was coming for a bit. I've actually been watching. Just tell me what to think, Vito. Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to it. Um, I've been. I've been actually been watching the the Comedy Central seasons like in anticipation. Futurama is like one of my favorite shows of all time. Comedy Central seasons were not like good, um, but I'm going through them again just because you know just to approach it with a clear mind and you know no anger or anything like that. And, uh, you know, overall it's, it's, it's mediocre. Um, occasionally there's an episode where I'm like, oh, that was, you know, pretty solid. Um, overall just, you know, the writing just isn't as good. Uh, you know, a lot of it's just like just bad comedic timing. Uh, I think the biggest offense in those newest seasons is the constant references to whatever was like current in pop culture at the time. Oh, and not holding up. No. And, you know, like, like there's literally like an episode about like, um, like Leela has a boil like on her butt and the boil is Susan Boyle, the lady that had like a moment on Britain's Got Talent. And it's like, it's like, that's not something that like ages well. It's not like a timeless reference. That was just something that was in the media, like at the time of that episode. Like referencing a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, the original Futurama, it's tough because that there was a lot of references to shit, too. I mean, they talk a lot about Star Trek, you know, presidential candidates um, and politics at the time. But somehow they did it in a like that wasn't even my era. But like, you know, that's like president, like, you know, like the presidents aren't going anywhere. I mean, like that's like a timeless thing to talk about. Right. A lot of the references that that had to do with, you know, real world events were were timeless things, I think, or things that have have lasted. Um, You could make the same like criticism about The Simpsons, honestly. But what The Simpsons did was kind of turn those things into like a time capsule by having them um, like. Co- coincide with the storyline of whatever episode they were in so there's like some element of like nostalgia for everything that they reference i don't know how to how to put it exactly but i think that's what people get from the simpsons references you know um because the simpsons I mean, I, it does the same thing all the time is is like referencing current stuff very current yeah. stuff i mean i know south park does now. it as well like every episode of south park is basically just a commentary on whatever happened that week but for some yeah. reason i enjoy it when they do it. i don't know but um, 
but yeah, it, it does hurt when you're making a show that you hope people will watch like in the future. Cause, um, it's a tightrope. Yeah. It's a tightrope. And I think just the original series just did it really well. Like you could laugh at those jokes, even if you didn't know, I don't know shit about president Ronald Reagan. Um, but the, the new seasons are, are terrible at this. There's just constant pop, pop culture references that have that note. You might not even remember what they were. Um, and you do have to understand that to get the joke. So mm-hmm. anyway, all that said, um, the new trailer came out. I'm not, I don't have high hopes for season eight at all, but I am going to check it out because I just love the property. But um, I just know like already in the trailer, you got like COVID references and I'm just like groaning, like, come on. Like, I don't want to fucking watch covid joke you know like fucking yeah, there's 3000 yeah. yeah there's some sort of pandemic and professor farnsworth he's got like the big swab it's like and it's like three feet long you know and he's like swapping up his nose and zoidberg's like uh ooh, like i can't wait to do it a hundred times or something like that it's just like i hope that I, obviously they're going to fall into that same hole but i just i hope mm. they don't i hope i hope there's something of value in the new season um, so that's that. Um, and Barotrauma. We've been playing Barotrauma because of, uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, the, the reason why, I, was, I started playing, I, I was playing it because of the fucking whole Ocean Gate thing. Uh, talk about pop culture references. I've been talking um, about wanting to play Barotrauma for months. No, you I have, you have, you but I never heard you ever say it before. Yeah, but I definitely wanted to play it because of that whole Ocean Gate thing. Because I, I actually wasn't even enjoying the game that much previously. Um, and I'm having a great You're fucking time. You're one sick time. puppy, dude. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's not why I'm having a great time. I'm having a great fucking time. I think just because like our crew is like five people. And that's all it was. It's just I don't really enjoy playing the game when there's 10 of us and everyone's screaming and the comms are just completely overloaded and no one knows what's happening and the subs sinking and exploding. Um, I like it when we're actually working really hard to keep the sub afloat and do all our missions. And like we've played, we've played a shit ton this week. We must have played like at least 10 hours this week and we got our sub yeah. pretty far. And, um, I, and ironically to that point, last night when we had a much larger crew than normal, things did not go as well. Things started as- falling apart. And it wasn't anybody's fault individually. It was just like when you have more people, it's it's very hard to keep everybody on the same page. And, you know, like there's a reason there's like chain of commands and fucking real submarines or whatever. Um, but uh, I've been having a blast the game. I really can't wait to play more. Um, very well-made game. And I, I, I'm excited to get to like end game content. I hope we do. We got to keep like... It's it's work to keep a bear trauma game going. I'm just saying we gotta we gotta keep people into it because yeah we're, we're about at the point on both the campaigns where I see it fizzle out. The great campaign, I'm not gonna lie, I'm worried about because Greg's starting to get into the mode of let's download mods and restart. We're we're just never gonna get off the ground. We keep doing that. Yeah, well, I'm less invested in that. I mean, I haven't played much of that one. I have played a little bit of that. But the one with Dustin, though, we're like, we're doing good. We all got roles. We're doing them well. You know, we're moving along. And I just hope that we stick with it and we don't kill ourselves. Because if we all die, that's it, right? Or if the sub fails, like that. If we all die, that's it. And the run out. I mean, we would just restart the round. 
I mean, it ain't that hardcore. Oh, okay. I it thought could maybe be, though, like if you want it to be. Thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, I could just make it a rule that if we all die, I'm going to delete the save, but... They just ban us all from the Discord? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's even better. If Yeah. I've thought about it. Like, some of you guys... You Actually, no. I shouldn't even say that. Let me just say, Vito, you're doing fucking great. As far as all the dregs on our ship that I have to work with, you... Hey, thank you. You you you're 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 doing everything just right. Hey, it's 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 yeah, honest work. Professional. Yeah, I just I just keep the the fucking leaks plugged up. That's it. Um, but yeah, I'm having a good time. I can't wait to play again. Uh, that's all I got in my roundtable. I mean, I could just hop in real quick. I refunded Battle Bit. This is true. Uh, I bought Shadows of Doubt. I played just a little bit of it. Seems pretty cool so far. You can hear John talk way more about it on previous episodes. I'll I'll uh, get more into it as I play. <laughs> I have a shadow of doubt about that. No, I don't. I don't. I Dude, no. And I was thinking that flask. I was thinking it. Mm-hmm. You, you had the it. reservation. You had the you had the strength of will. Yeah. Not to say. Well, that. yeah. I don't even know if I would call it that. But you said it though. Yes, we've been playing a lot of bear trauma. I've been really enjoying getting into it. Um. I've been doing a lot of engineering stuff, really getting into the wires and stuff. That's the kind of thing I can really wrap my brain around for a while, trying to optimize things. I don't even More think most other people notice when things get better, but I kind of see that as like people aren't noticing. It's a I'm thankless a job. job. But hey, I don't care. I'm having fun, and I know I'm helping the ship. You know what I mean? So, I uh, no doubt about that. But man, those doubt. those reactor charts. When I see the orange and the white on top of each other, Vito, that's just heaven. Oh yeah, that yeah, indicates that's good, that's good nominal. That's good stuff. Oh, dude, yeah, definitely nominal. Definitely nominal. Uh, I've got big ideas, so we'll we'll see if I implement yeah, them. I'm excited. I like all the improvements so far. Other video game wise, I haven't done a ton, to be honest with you guys. Yikes! In fact, I think uh, I've I've beat the final boss in Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen. Oh, that did. game, okay, is pretty sick. I think I'm going to continue playing it and go into the post game, uh, which is new to me. I played through the game all the way through and killed the final main game boss once before. But I never did any of the post game, so I'm gonna stick with it this time. I'm still having fun. See how that goes. We played a little bit of Dragon Sogma online as well. I I think I'm about done with that. We kind of talked about it. Flash, you were already kind of done with it. I think the last time we played, mm -hmm. and, and my reasons yeah. are pretty much what you said. Like, um, I appreciate Kurt had like a curated uh, adventure for us yesterday, where he like had preceded a bunch of like enemies like he knew exactly what we were going to be fighting and stuff okay. and i appreciated that for because he kind of like let us see a lot of the cool enemies but not even all of them just like some of the more unique ones but just fighting one after another after another after another without any like dopamine hits from the loot or the gear or the XP rewards or progression yeah yeah I, it just got a pretty boring pretty fast so a lot of like wait I can I can see based on 
how much damage we just did over the last minute. This is going to be another like 10 or 15 minutes. And then uh-huh. after that, we're going to run to the next room and do this again. But did you did you hear a smile? Hear a smile? Yeah, do you hear do you hear Kurt smiling when you Well it was fun made, playing with Kurt oh, for sure. Yeah, it made him for so sure. happy. No, we had a great time, don't get me wrong. I was still having fun, but like I think I'm good now. Same. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't actually think so either. Such two V two. Wait till Greg gets back. I don't think he'll think you're done. So why don't we just skip all that and you guys just keep going, huh? I also re- uh, started another run of Control. I've never played any of the DLC. Interesting. Um, Word, me neither. Have you got to the DLC yet? Nah, I'm I'm just a few hours in. It's feeling kind of slow to me right now, but not because of anything about the game. I think just because I know that I'm eventually going to be flying around and shit, and I'm I'm just excited to get back to that point. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's my round table. Oh, but boom, short and sweet. I didn't really have another one in, or uh, are we doing a breaky breaky? I'll leave that up to you guys. You guys, Flask, John, one of you guys got a ten minute round table in, or we're going to break. mine may take more than ten minute ten minutes. So, John, what's uh, what's yours looking like? Uh, I, I do 10 minutes. I can do a 10 minute or you're not limited to 10 minutes. But yeah, you can, no, no rush. I, mean, yeah. I can do a 10 minute. I can do a 10 minute. I would say 20 minutes is the max. 10 yeah, minutes. I can go ahead like, and do a 10 minute. Yeah, I can go ahead. Yeah, why don't, why don't you go ahead and do <laughs> there it? There he goes. Folks. All right, John, what, what do we got? Committing. I, uh, contact. Well, I was, I was in Italy for a while, and then while I was there, I contacted my mom and told her I need the PS5 back. She made me fight her on top of the tallest building in Italy, which is really only, <laughs> As you really only like two stories. <laughs> All right, but the, right, the say culture, something. though. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, the construction uh, of those two stories was immaculate and ancient. As you would expect, I you know to, to demolish my uh, mom in a fight. Um, I got my right. PS Five back. I bought Final Fantasy Sixteen. I'm playing that a little bit. Nice. How is it so far? I you were a FF guy. Yeah, I'm not really a dabble, you know. Um, the first I think I there's a certain was, hype to what this FF brings to the table, you know? Yeah, like, there's well, a reason actually, that new players kinda, might get in on this one. It almost goes to, like, the, the negative. All right, well, let me just say. So the first one I played was, was number nine. It was on the PlayStation I don't know how we acquired it. It was just there one day, and uh, manifested. Yeah, we started playing it, and I liked it. And then I I got ten, um, and then we even got ten too, which is a very strange game. If you know, <laughs> what, I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Uh, and then thirteen came out, and it looked lame as hell. And I don't think it was turn based anymore. If it was, it was like weird turn based. I skipped it, and then. 14's MMO, and then 15 I also skipped for no particular reason. I think I was just uh, probably in the Marines or something. It's not that I don't like them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I, I do like the turn-based games better than these, these new 
action-y ones. Although this one's kind of turning my opinion around. So anyways, yeah, so I got the game, played it. Uh, I give it some thumbs up and like some thumbs sideways. But like, it's still pretty good despite the thumbs sideways. You know what I'm saying? All right. Set it up. My thumb people. Yeah, yeah. I Checks out. Checks out. Your thumbs are your thumbs are doing yeah, good. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Your thumbs like twitching a little bit. Yeah. It's got some like Game of Thrones stuff going on. It's real low tech. Uh, you know, it's not like your Final Fantasy. Well, like like I said, nine or seven or I think even eight. I don't know, I play eight. Um, where it's like this weird kind of sci-fi punk industrial magic going on it's just like yeah there's some wizards there's also like castles and and catapults and stuff that's pretty cool i like that um and you played the prologue uh do, do you agree so far yeah um i wasn't gonna take up your spot but i did play the entire demo on uh, i i really dug it uh, i didn't really have much expectations going in i've been kind of intrigued um but um yeah, I was digging it a lot. Um, so I was saying, I, I like turn-based combat, but this one is is definitely, there, there's no turn-based combat. It's action-oriented. You get in these little encounters. And uh, it starts off pretty basic, but you can you can tell that there's more there, and you're, you're going to you know, unlock more abilities and get a little bit crazier. Um, for the first bit, you're going to be pressing square a whole bunch. Uh, you know, obviously there's like a parry, there's a dodge. Um and you have some abilities, and you know, you gain more later. It's just you know, how the game works. Um, and it, I don't know, I don't play as many of these uh, action types games as you guys do, so I don't know uh, what you compare it to. Um, or I, I don't really have anything to compare it to, but it just it, it feels good. Uh, I mean, Andy played it. Maybe you can compare it to like one of the, uh, I don't, I don't know, like a like a faster type, like. Uh, like a Sekiro, maybe not like exactly like that, but you know what I mean? Like you're always darting around the screen, you're yeah. always moving. Yeah. Um God, there is a game I think trying to think of it. it's kind of like a like uh Tales of Symphonia meets uh whatever game you just said, yeah. Sekiro? Sekiro, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean you have you have like a, a dedicated dodge button, but you also have like a you know long distance kind of go in button. And then, you know, your original stance that you have, this fire stance, also has, like, a get-in button. So, like, and there's also range combat. You can shoot, like, fireballs. So no matter what distance you're at, you know, you always close into the enemy. You always have ways to back up. You're always, like, constantly moving. You're pressing yeah. some sort of buttons. Basically the opposite of turn-based combat. But uh, it just feels good. Feels good, man. I agree. And I have... And I don't know how you could ever prove this. Or I, I mean, I guess somebody could eventually... I have a feeling there's they have some like back end system when you're fighting bosses or you know you're doing bigger encounters that they push you as close as you can to almost dying so they don't kill you because I've had too many more than like half a dozen experiences with bosses where that was like the exact shit like I'm oh I've just ran out of potions oh I'm just in the red now it's like I just beat him and I was like Almost too, almost too many to be fun. You know what I mean. Now I'm just expecting uh, it. Are you sure you're not mm. just naturally attenuating yourself? Like the whole like I play much better when I have 10 percent HP thing. I don't know. Perhaps, or maybe they just crafted a game so greatly to the average player, me, that I can't <laughs> tell the difference. 
you know either way it's it's working because i've had like i said tons and tons of those experiences where i was like i just made and those are always fun you, know, you don't want to lose but you know you don't want the game to be a pushover so i mean that yeah. department's been great um yeah i guess actually i don't care if that feeling it's trying to give me is an illusion right so if i don't know well, it's i can't an illusion, tell yeah, exactly. exactly as long as yeah as long and as i definitely can't immersive. tell i have thought it's like about living it. in the matrix um i wish dude i so God, wish. square enix types are listening to this and sweating right now they know we're on to them the game throws you right into like its story and i mean it's like a whole world and it's mentioning different kingdoms and different like you know uh, religions and you know their, their culture and stuff and like it's it's almost too much to take in it why well, is too much to take it at once but the game does like a crazy amount to make sure if you want to know it's all there like they have a That's thing good. where if you just like while anything's going on, like while a cutscene's going on, while you're just running around, you can hold the like X or not Xbox, PlayStation like middle pad button in and it gives you a thing called active time lore. And it basically just brings up like the last few like things or people or places that have been mentioned and gives you like little encyclopedia entries that you can just read. Oh wow. Um That's a fun way to do it. Yeah, an index. Later, there's a character you unlock in your like hideout that gives you like two different breakdowns. So the game is it's not like in a typical. Well, I don't know. I didn't play 15, but I think 15 was like this. It's not a typical open world game where you're or Final Fantasy game where you're running around a map and you know you just run into the next town and then you run out of the town and then you run into somewhere else. You know, it's uh, it's kind of just level based. You you know you pick little paces on like a or little pegs on a map and then. You know, you go to like a little overworld, not an overworld, but you know, like a smaller open world and you run around there and then, you know, you get to the edge of that and it'll be like, you want to look at the overworld and you look at the overworld and you pick a new one. Um, and it sounds kind of disappointing, but I think it works a lot. That sounds like just a modern version of what the early Final Fantasy games did where you would have towns to go to, right? And like, Yeah, yeah uh, exactly, exactly. Maybe a hub. Except for, yeah, these have a little bit more expanded, you know, because we're a little bit further on. But, yeah, 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 somewhere in between that and the later games where you're just running around a giant open world and it's not that fun. I'll, um, I'll, be, I'll be the Greg here and say uh, Yoshi P is bringing Final Fantasy back. Is he in charge of this one? Yes, that, that's one of the reasons why people are so excited. Uh, and, and the thing I keep hearing about Final Fantasy fourteen is the story is like the best of any Final Fantasy game ever. And you know, you start to ignore it. You start to tune that out <clears throat> because people just say it so much. Um, I gotta say, like, the prologue, like, really grabbed me. Like, the story, like, it was it's really cool. And like, yeah, maybe it's the, you call it the Game of Thrones thing. I, I see what you mean. Like, I do like settings like that. So that kind of appeals to my taste, but the writing and the voice acting and stuff was also just on point, I thought. Yeah, I really liked the prologue a lot. And then afterwards, I, I dipped off a little bit because I was like, man, there's just so much going on. And then it, it's got me back. Oh, you mean just like it started like throwing names and facts at you and it's like, what am I supposed yeah, to remember? Like different places. What am I supposed yeah, to exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm back now. I'm in it. And yeah, I'm, I'm digging it so far. Things are happening. Um. Yeah, overall, By the way, big, big, what's that? There are summons in the game, right? They're called icons. Sort of. Icons so That's kind of what the whole game revolves around. In this, in this Final Fantasy universe, 
um, different kingdoms. Uh, there's this, uh, it's, a whole, it's a whole class system, basically. So there, there's a classes, class of people called bears, and they're the ones that could, they can use magic, but a certain section of them can summon uh, these icons. And uh, all of those, the bears are you know, like second-class citizens. People treat them like shit and stuff and you know, make them work for them. Especially okay. the the ones who can do the icons. Usually they get like captured up by like a kingdom, and they're like, "All right, you're you're our weapon. We're gonna use you." Um, Which you that's kinda wanna, uh, you, you kind of want to break that system. That's pretty much the the, the whole the whole overplot of the game. Which oh, in the okay. in the um, game you are um, you play as the shield, as in a person whose duty is to protect the bearer the icon uh and your little brother is the bearer oh so he's like your mage who is a summoner essentially pretty uh, much kind of sort of is that how it works because i i haven't played the the pro the portion of the prologue doesn't actually have combat with the two of them together i don't think not that i remember i mean i'm not saying that he is but in theory that's what they would do right if everything was a good world you know what i mean and also one thing you didn't note that i thought was cool was that it's not just like that person can summon the icon. They like kind of like become the the icon, right? Like their body is like a vessel or something like that. Like uh, they disappear. Yeah, they're definitely yeah, they're like connected to it. There's some crazy stuff they they explore. I don't wanna I don't wanna get too much into the story, but yeah. The the summons icons, they are a, a very intertwined into the story and the uh even like the the politics of like the game. Basically, just war weapons enslave people. Always a good uh, plot. Point. See, and see, that's interesting that, that that's your perspective. Um, because calling them slave people and stuff, I feel like that is, that isn't the perspective you get from the prologue. So I can see that, like, like you, it's opened up quite a bit for you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to say any more, but yeah. What are you going to um, say overall? God John? damn it. Final Fantasy made yet another game, yet another game where it's about a bunch of people being slaves to fucking crystals. Oh, dude, I hate the crystals. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't that's what Final Fantasy Thirteen was about. The, like that, the crystals give you random tasks, and if you don't accomplish them, you turn into a crystal. And it's classic. And people and raging against God. Task. Something, something LC. I'm not Let's sure. See. Something like that, yeah. That, that sounds familiar. It's been years since I played that game now. God, where where did the time go? My hands. What happened to my hands? Uh, yeah, so that's Final Fantasy 16. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> report more on it so far. I'll give it thumbs up. It's like the it's like the only PS5 exclusive besides like Spider-Man or something, right? Yeah. It's not even exclusive uh, forever. I mean, they said it's going to be like a year or so, or maybe longer, but it's not even forever. It's a short list. Hey, and also the boss fights, 10 out of 10. That's good. Really? Like, how do they do that? They're just, they're just, they're just punching each other, but like they find a way. You know what I mean? I feel you. That's nice to hear. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy 16, dude. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, I was going to mention that um, it's worth noting that they haven't actually confirmed 
that there's time to exclusivity. In fact, like they have openly said that they don't know why people are assuming that there is. Um, oh, well, good. Then you'll never get to play it. But there probably is. I mean, no, no, no. It's my game. <laughs> you will not have it. Uh, I didn't know John was one of those people. Yes, the superior PS5 is finally paying off. <sighs> and now it's time for a break. We'll be back with a little bit of flask and a lot of bit of news. Hey, Microsoft and Activision have been kind of going at each other, and uh, there's stuff that we could talk about from that. No. No. Uh, never mind. All right, just just in the just, my my crystals. Just in the episode, and by the way, there might be like another hour or so on the feed. That's just going to be white noise. Just just turn it off now. We will not be back. Yeah. <laughs> not silence, white noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to get loud. and, and Perhaps oh, to fall asleep to? Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's, it's really going to get loud. Oh, jeez. We'll be back. I don't really want to dominate the pod time, but I feel the need to explain what uh, a recent adventure we had last night where I had my okay. karmic comeuppance by, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. I downloaded the Titan Submersible. It was a... For non- Barotrauma? Yes, for Barotrauma. It came with the Logitech F7 wireless gamepad, which we learned actually has quite a bit of utility. It allows the captain to pilot from anywhere on the ship. It's like an item that allows him instant nav- access the navigation terminal. It's kind of cheesy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, you know, I was having fun with that. Kind of kind of bad taste, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, later on, deep, deep into Barotrauma, a few hours in, uh, the captain tells us that there's a, uh, uh, a crash sub on top of our sub. So I go out to investigate. It's not the Titan sub. I know what you're thinking. It's just a, it's just a normal, like, escape <laughs> shut sub type thing. Yeah, I don't know exactly it, what its purpose is, but, like, it, it it's like a one-man sub. You know what I mean? We thought maybe it was the Titan for a moment, but... So me, okay. me and security officer Bu are investigating this thing. It's not really done any damage. It's like a tiny little craft that somehow landed on top of our sub. So we go, um, Buzz repairing the top of it. I swim inside, and I start repairing it from the inside out. And so what happens is, (laughs) as Buzz on top of it, once I I make it uh, watertight, uh, the pumps start going like fucking crazy, pumping out all the water. And this causes us to shoot up like a rocket. And like, Buzz like being carried upward at a high velocity while I uh I'm inside this like little submarine not even realizing what's happening at the time. Uh and Buzz ends up basically almost dying and like landing inside of a beacon station, like just this like station out there <laughs> in the water. Um the doctor Can got to Can you get him, but, the bends? Uh I don't know about that specifically. I don't know if it's like cause of that, but like he had a diving suit on, so he was fine. But like, okay, 
if you do like go out into the water, yeah, you'll get fucking killed from the pressure. All right. Anyway, cut a long story short. There's a lot that happens, but as I'm flying or floating around the sub, I realize that there's actually no way out of it except to dock. But the way that our ship is configured, I cannot dock with our ship. So I'm effectively trapped in the sub, uh, and I end up running out of oxygen and suffocating before they can uh, cut in with plasma cutters and pull me out. So you basically Man, painted yourself into a corner of the room and was like, well, he I'm ocean dead gated now. himself. I, I <laughs> did the thing. I he started, bolted himself in with 17 bolts only from the outside. He couldn't get oh, there out. There you go. I started, I started the night by making fun of it, like, oh, lol, look, I'm in the Baratrauma thing. Or I'm in the Titan sub. And I end the night by accidentally walking to that same situation, causing a lot of panic and fuck, oh, fucking up the round a little bit. He tightens up game's fun. I, I could see you enjoying that game, Flask. I don't know if you think that's for you or not, but I could see you liking that. I maybe, yeah. I think if you like... I wouldn't discount it. Whether or not you like Space Station 13 is probably the biggest thing for me. It really, it really scratches that like Pulsar itch for me. I never played like, that where It's co-op, like, we are, you know, we need to keep this thing running. Everyone has a job, and... You're expected to do it. Like you got to do it. You got to do it well. Is there like a communications person? Their roles are uh, the captain, assistant, That's mechanic. Uh, yeah, mechanic, who's me. Engineer is Andy. Uh, security officer is uh, Bo, and doctor. Is Alex Doctor Doctor? Um, I think that's all the roles, but there there's various skill trees in the roles. There's three skill trees, so you could kind of uh, there there's you know there's different things you could do, but that, those are generally those are the the main roles though. The assistant okay. as well as like more than just a general role, they have their own special stuff going on. You have a dinner appointment at seven o'clock. What? Personal assistant. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Who's yelling? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Flask. There's probably going to be fireworks. Uh, Dude, I... That's... I thought... I was going to make a joke like there's a firework in the background. It really is fireworks? Yeah, dude. That that would be be a funny joke. I'm sure you're going to make it. I believe you. I swear to God, is they really shooting off fire? I just heard another one. Yeah, dude. Why are they doing this? Because it's like Fourth of July, like almost weekend. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost the weekend of Fourth of, of July. A bunch of hicks, dude, and they bought fireworks, and they can't hold them for more than a week. They just got to yeah. use some now. They bought them for Fourth of July, and they're using it. I know the same a thing. Full I hate, week before, I hate, I've heard them since last week. I hate the man, man, oh man, oh man. These damn Zoomers. No sense. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks. Flask. My good Ah. friend Flask. I saw you play quite a bit of video games this past Saturday, but I'm sure, I'm confident you've got more to talk about. I played even more video games. Impossible. Unfortunately, we don't have the time tonight. Uh, so thanks, Flask. 
uh, look forward to hearing about that some uh, other time. I understand. I understand. Maybe you can make a YouTube video. Play video games, then talk about them challenge. Impossible. All right. Sorry, Flask. Go ahead, please. What, what have you done in the oh, last it's possible week or enough. so? Okay. Um, I want to throw out a quick movie recommendation first, actually. Okay. Uh, I watched a 2018 Indian horror film <laughs> called Tumbad. T-U-M-B-B-A-D. Uh, Tumbad? Tumbad? I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> it's the name of a, a city. Um, or a, a town. And uh, I think it was interesting enough that I'd say check it out. Um, it's a dark fable set in the early 20th century about a, a person who becomes obsessed by a uh, legendary ancestral treasure that's supposed to exist and um and the dark secrets surrounding that treasure it's got some good stuff going on um cool it's like a dark fairy tale as i said and i recommend it 2018 tumbad what's it called um, all right tumbad t-u-m-b-b-a-d okay that's what tumbad tumbad at me um I played a game newly on Game Pass recently called uh, Dordoin. 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 D O R D O G N E. And it's French, so it's like Dordoin. Um, I know all the French language. I never heard the word. However, I pronounce it, imagine it more French. It's a a point and click adventure game. About a woman coming to attend to her recently passed grandmother's house and uh, the memories that she has of her time there as a child that spark these flashback sequences. Um, and the, the gameplay is like point-and-click adventure, but it has you physically perform all the actions. So, like, for instance, if you want to light a candle, you have to open the matchbox, withdraw a match, strike it on the side of the matchbox, touch to the, touch it to the candle wick, you know. Um, and I think that those details are supposed to be the point of the experience because the, the game's themes are like exploration, but also expression and like sense memory, I think overall, um, or most of all. Um, so all the details are very important to her and those trigger her memories. Um, but the main selling point of the game is that it has a very pleasant art style kind of very distinct unique um it uses a combination of uh 3d models and 2d planes uh but the art is all in water watercolors the art's all watercolor art okay so it's it's uh quite charming god thank you so much for posting this link i tried <laughs> eight different spellings just now I yeah typed d-o-r-d-o-g-n-e uh, yeah, so it's a 3D, 2D, 3D in 2D, all watercolor textures. I typed the doing. Yeah. Um, it is marred by some technical issues, but that may just be the Game Pass curse. I don't know. Um, overall, it's a it's a pleasant little experience. And I think most most you know worth it for if you if you play these kinds of games at all, most worth right. it for its art style. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah, 
Um, I also played a lot of uh, Steam Next Fest demos aside from the ones that I played on stream on Saturday. Okay. Are you um, but, uh, no. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. You got to check. Yeah, I guess. I guess you got to check. Um, I won't talk about all of them. I'll just talk about the ones that stood out to me. Give us the highlights. Made, made some impression. Did you play uh, for- On Guard? I did, actually. I can start with that one if you want. Yeah, start with that one, because I, I played that one, too, a little bit. Okay, okay. It's a uh, third-person action game with a focus on sword fighting. Uh, you got your parries. You got your dodge rolls. Um, you can use your environment in your combat. Um, or kick boxes at people. Yeah, yeah. Kick tables out from under people. Um, knock them into rivers and stuff like that. Um, there's also some like mild acrobatic stuff like swinging, like Prince of Persia a little bit to get around in the demo. At least I'm sure it'll get more uh, intense than that. Uh, and the tone of the game is very peppy and uh, festive, uh, kind of just like cheesy comedy stuff. So uh, the, the combat or the gameplay is good enough that I, th- I think it'll be one to look out for. It seems enjoyable. Okay. Yeah, I, it was the, the gameplay was um, interesting. I wasn't like blown away by anything else. No, um, not blown away by the entire experience, but um, I think I could see it being a, a fun game to play at least. Which is what yeah. more do you need, right? Your sword fighter, your parrying and dodging and such. Mm-hmm. Um, I did play Little Kitty Big City, <laughs> which. Um, oh boy. I, was, I was trying to get John to play, but um, not bad. Pretty fun. Uh, pretty cute. It's a uh, third third feline platformer adventure type of game. You're a cat in the city. Uh, it controls decently enough. You, the jumping isn't always too fluid, but it does make you feel like you're a cat, which I'll give it that. Um, you also collect stuff throughout the city <laughs> your adventures i can see it being okay to play little kitty like big stray, city. stray too uh it's it's like stray only in the sense that you are a cat in a city cat. but a big city yeah, yes little kitty in a big city um yeah sorry i played uh fortune's run which is a first-person retro FPS slash hack and slash. And that's kind of a joke as well, because you are also doing actual hacking with computers. Um, Apparently, it's been around for a bit, but it's it's not released yet. And they had another demo during this Steam Next Fest. Uh, The big selling point, I think, would be the the quick and wild movement. Uh, Because you can jump all over the place. That and uh, the general aesthetic of like old school cyberpunk with 2D character sprites. Sort of reminds me of like um, Star Wars Dark Forces a little bit. Uh, it takes place in a world that almost feels like um, like Nar Shadda mixed with Deus Ex. Uh, it's all about aliens and tech, you know. All you got right, stealth, you got uh, frantic combat, some, some hacking puzzles, as I said. And uh, the kind of dialogue that you'd expect from from the era it's invoking you know the old school kind of like too cool dialogue um 
I did find it kind of difficult to 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 engage with the frantic nature of the combat because uh, it actually proved more rewarding to take things slow and like use cover, which I don't think that's necessarily the intention. The game seems like it wants you to to pop off with swords and guns and stuff, but maybe I just suck at the game because that I I found it most rewarding or most uh, uh, I I progressed by actually. T- taking my time i'm not sure yeah, uh, we would have to see what other fun, people yeah. think yeah maybe that's a good thing maybe you know multiple play styles is, yeah. Uh, yeah well one would hope right if it's going for that kind of like deus ex immersive simminess one would hope that they would allow right i mean as far as if tactics. it's an immersive sim yeah i mean it does say it's a high octane first person shooter mm-hmm. um which is why yeah i think it's leaning towards the the frantic stuff We'll see, though. <laughs> uh, I played Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew. Oh, I was looking at this one. Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew, which is a top-down stealth strategy game. Pirate-themed, of course, uh, but specifically supernatural pirate stuff, where you play as uh, an undead crew sailing a, uh, a sentient, like, possessed ship. And the gameplay is about using your wits and the character's powers to take enemies out in different ways as you proceed to your objectives. So, like, the starting character has a stab, a blink stab, where you can teleport to an enemy and stab them, and a uh, a targeted time stop ability where you can freeze your enemy for a, a limited time. So you have to use those in tandem to succeed, uh, but then once you have a larger crew, you can co- coordinate their abilities, you know. Um, All right, kind of cool. Pretty fun from what I played. The gameplay loop is, you know, solid enough. I liked clearing a path of enemies, you know, in, in being a ghost, not letting anybody catch on to the fact that you're even there while you're slaying a, <laughs> a succession of enemies. Um, my only gripe, I think, was that the character's repeat the same voice lines too often I hate that during shit. normal gameplay so it's it's like an rts where every time you select or perform an action you get that associated voice line mm. uh so it becomes repetitive real fast but may, maybe that's something they'll adjust because it it works way less for this type of game where you're like trying to play it cool be stealthy and your character won't shut up but also won't shut up about the same lines over and over again. Um, so it loses its effectiveness real quick. Uh, but the gameplay, very solid. Very solid. I think it, it will be fun to play. Uh, and then the last Steam Next Fest demo I played was Wizard with a Gun, which is a fun title. I saw um, this title does get me. You should always, you should yeah. always have one. It reminds me of a cross between bastion and don't starve it has the the survival yeah it has the perspective the environments and combat of bastion and it has the art style the uh crafting system and i guess the multiplayer potential i think there is some of don't starve or don't starve together (laughs) um this is a devolver digital published yes correct uh, you play as a uh, wizard with not just 
one gun, but any number of guns. You pick up guns as you go. And the guns can have different effects. Uh, so you have to pick and choose what you want to use. And the gameplay loop is like a, sort of like a roguelite where you're building up your hub area, sort of like Bastion, by uh, making these short expeditions into the world. But it's also the past, pre-apocalypse. So you're turning back time to before the world ends. And then you have uh, each of these jaunts, you only have a few minutes before, quote-unquote, chaos erupts. And the world starts going to shit and trying to end you ferociously, like all the enemies come out of the woodwork. So you have to be efficient in each of these uh, expeditions and get done what you need to get done each time. You know, if you die, you go back home and lose what you had collected on that run. Um, so it's a pretty fun from what I played. You have objectives each, each jaunt, you know, um, you feel like you're making progress, building up your hub world and, and upgrading your character and your armaments. Uh, and I could see you feeling stronger and stronger as you as you build yourself out and the way you want to build yourself out, you know, the kinds of guns you want to use. Um, as I said, it has that roguey element, too. So it'd be, I think, a good pick-up-and-play game. Um, and apparently it's going to have multiplayer of some sort. I don't know what that'll look like. It says with you and a friend, so I must okay, so co-op. use some sort of co-op, yeah. All right. So that could be fun. With you and but a, even, a friend, it says? A friend? A a friend. Okay. Yeah. But even single player, I think it'll be enjoyable. I think this is like the most definite pickup for me, honestly. Maybe aside from like on guard, I'll probably play. Um but Wizard with a Gun, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it in my limited time playing it. Cool. So I'll probably pick this one up when it comes out. Sick. Nice. Wizard with a gun. Uh, that is my hey, list of- and, and if you need a friend. Maybe I could be said friend. Uh, Maybe you could be that me. friend for me. We gotta finish at least one game together, Vito. We have so many games going. We do. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Flaz. Me and Flask actually play and finish games together. Occasionally. Then 15. <laughs> oh, you say 15? I actually yeah. could. I'm sure of it. Yeah, well, I'll wait. Halo 2. Um, Halo 3. <laughs> Resident Evil 5. Return to Blockland. Resident Evil 5. Minecraft. <laughs> you didn't beat Minecraft. You guys did not beat Minecraft. Uh, we, we totally Escape beat, Academy. Totally beat Minecraft. Escape Simulator. It did not beat Minecraft. Escape Simulator. Payday 2. We were here. It did not we beat, beat, beat Payday 2. We beat every mission, I'm sure of it. No, you, then they just released one like <laughs> yeah, yesterday. There's no point. fucking way, dude. <laughs> There's no fucking way. This whole list is, uh, is fucking rubbish here. There was at least one Lego Star Wars game back in the day. You know, back <laughs> me up. This is insanity. Am I right? We have a lot, though. We have a lot in our in our history. Uh, there's, there's there's a lot more than yeah. this even. And we'll yeah, still, still make you like memories. A single game. When I, I mean, we still got to beat fucking <laughs> Wasteland Three, fucking Divinity. We talking? We beat that. It's over, Vito. Well, I'm saying me and Andy. You guys didn't even beat um, that bug game, Grounded. No, we all Shut beat up. that. Shut your stupid <laughs> little mouth. We beat that. No, we did. Mm. What are you talking about? Or did you beat it? No, I don't. What are you I never about? even played it. So right, I, I don't, you I don't, don't care. Know, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Fuck you. 
You know they added another Jeez. boss to that? They added another update. Oh, so you definitely didn't beat it. No, well, I was thinking op- they have optional bosses. Some big bugs were on the other Oh, Flash. Remember that one time that we did Dark Souls 2? We didn't finish that one. Yes. We did do Dark Although Souls 3. we played Dark Souls games together, yeah. We did Dark Souls 1 as well. Yeah. No, we didn't um, do Valheim either. I was going to initially end what I was in my round table there because I feel like I've been talking a while, but um, I do have one more thing that I would love to go into because it's like hot in my mind or hot in my mind. It's like right in. Dude, it's hot in the brain right now. (laughs) Hot in the brain right now. Oh, yeah. Like uh, you got hot brain. Like we were here was pretty hot. We did that together, too. I I mentioned that one. That was a good one. We should play the other. We were here. We should. I've been waiting for them to go on sale for like really cheap. Uh, do you guys mind if I talk about one more thing? <laughs> stop. Stop. laughing. It's not funny. Sorry, I'm going to just pretend like we don't hear bottle rockets going off. I love my, yes, I go, love, uh, I love my I want, country. Um, I, hey, my country is the... Oh, Terraria. That's a big one. We did that like several times. You got to stop, Andy. Andy, I did not be Terraria. What you got, may I, may I talk about one more thing? Yes. You may. Okay. Because um, I've been doing this like right r- very recently, uh, the last couple of days. Uh, and I've gotten hardcore into it for some reason. I played a trilogy of hidden object games, HOGs, called Enigmatis from the very prolific Polish hidden object game developer Artifacts Mundi. You're making Artifacts all Mundi. this up. And I the publisher, Big Fish, who Big Fish publishes a bunch of HOGs. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are very familiar games, with right? this genre. The hidden object very games. Familiar with it. What the fuck is you this? Like, Where's Waldo? What is a hidden object game? I don't even so, heard of this genre. Pretty, pretty much. I, you remember the I Spy books? Wait, hold on. Can we start with... Okay, sorry. I got to interject here. So there's three games, right? In this right. Enig- Enigmatis trilogy. Enigmatis. Yes. Okay, yeah, because I'm on the Steam page of one of them, and the only description is just, let one of the most thrilling adventures of your life begin. <laughs> with an exclamation point. That's it. It doesn't even fucking tell you. Uh, well, yeah, I posted the collection <laughs> screen. You can go to each individual. Well, you gotta know no, I'm on, I'm on the individual You don't. Game. You don't come in here without knowing what you're getting into. You know what I mean? I guess right, you yeah. must, that must be the case. Sorry, so, so continue. Uh, yeah. yeah Do you remember the, the I Spy cool. books from your childhood? Yeah, I, 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 I like that. Hey, back in the day, yeah, I was pretty good. Or the uh, well, yeah, Where's Waldo was a good metal. example. Seek and find. There were general seek and find books. It's like that. You're you're looking at an image and you're trying to find a specific list of objects within that image. So it's just one screen. No, you're not well, moving through an environment. So the you? thing with all these video games that are made that are hidden object games is that they are essentially just point-and-click adventure games, or at least the, the better ones are. But it just so happens that the primary puzzle that you'll be solving are these hidden object screens. So okay. you'll, you know, you'll, you'll be solving other, a variety of other puzzles in these types of games, but um, the, the main one that's a recurring puzzle will be the hidden object screens, where you have a bunch of stuff on screen and you have to find all the, the, the objects. Are the objects, like, run-of-the-mill, like... You're looking for like an apple and like a pair of scissors, or is it like you're looking for this magical artifact? Nah, it depends on the something you can identify. Yeah, 
it depends on the game. It depends on the puzzle. It's different between different hidden object screens, you know. Sometimes you'll be looking for mundane items in a mundane place, like a, you know, a campsite. You'll be looking at, you know, you'll be looking at a table full of stuff and you have to just find like scissors or whatever. But other times you'll be looking for like pieces of an artifact or something like that. Okay. My grandma has played dozens of these I spy type games. She can't get fucking enough for like years. She can't get enough of them. Well, I got her. There are so many of them at this point. There's also the um, big fish is like a big publisher of these five, five, Definitely, just from yeah. like recognizing the, the stuff that she plays. There's like the the mystery case files series, and yeah, there's all sorts of different individual games and series. How come we never have your grandma on? How come? Good. Sometimes I help her out. Sometimes she, well, actually, she's better than me, dude. She's fucking like she's like the goddamn <laughs> Terminator at this point. But uh, <laughs> she's so good at spying. Good, she is straight up. You know, back in the day, you know, we were playing GTA Four. You know, I'd, I'd stumble into the kitchen at you know midnight try to get some pepsi and some bacon you know like i can't find a pepsi where's the pep who where who put the pepsi where and then you go well no she wait hey, she wait she wait john come here come here help me help me find the spoon or something and like a spoon <laughs> hidden in the picture i'm like all right i got you um i was specifically looking for something casual with a uh a koozie a, a cozy spooky atmosphere if you guys know what i mean by that cozy yeah, spooky cozy spooky i mean this one the ghost of maple creek looks like cozy spooky. right on point yeah that's the first one i played um and this series this ending madness delivered on that so um but i yeah i find it funny they are just point and click adventure games but it's just that the main recurring puzzle will be the the i spy type of thing and they're well um, made for this genre or like, so, can the game even be well made in this genre? I mean, it's just fucking. It's just they are well made. They're, they're just pictures, dude. Up to a point. Yeah, like they're well made like, up to a point. A video game. The okay. the two D art in these games is lovely, um, as you guys can see. It's you know very. It's art. Cozy. Yes. Plastic <laughs> is really um, stretching the and other media of this podcast. Yeah. These are still video games, man. There are uh, sounds. There are shut the fuck up. There are sounds to uh go <laughs> with the company the photos. Yeah, thank therefore you, thank therefore you. video game? I don't know. Yeah, alright. Sometimes you um, click and they make little noises. Okay, alright. Okay, yeah. But yeah, no, overall overall <laughs> these uh these show their low Let budget. Definitely. That. Like there are very there there are no animations in these games. Don't give it's them like keyframes of actions. Um, okay. oh, I'm not giving them that. I, I see cutscenes or, or is like. this a trailer? It's a trailer. Okay. Um, but all of I that mean, actually contributed to the coziness for me. I like that about them. You know that they're low budget. They're very kind of like, um, you know, high effort, low effort. In you know what? Areas. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of like when you had computer class and you had like a free hour, and this would be yeah. one of the games on the on the yeah. the translucent uh, candy colored uh, iMac. I, I love you, Flash. <laughs> I probably haven't played a game like this. I probably haven't played a game like this in twenty years. I haven't played uh, a hidden object game in my life before this one, but I mean, aside from like you know maybe like an I Spy game on the computer back in the nineties. Um, but none of these, like, since it's become a genre unto right. itself with dozens and dozens of games that grandmas play, 
Um, but there's a huge passionate community behind these games, you know? What like, do they know? Dude, I'm reading like the these. comments. These are casual. To most gamers, hidden hidden object adventure games are usually associated with the words like cheap Grandma. and casual. Not something <laughs> a real gamer would waste their time on. Unfortunately, those people would be missing out on some of the most beautiful, thought-provoking, and narratively engaging games the industry has to offer. I wouldn't say I guess, that. Well, I guess I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's it's serviceable games. enough for what you're playing, and that's the entire point for me. That's like... It just adds to that coziness for me. It's like this is not good, but that's the point. It's like it's like just enough of what it needs to be. It's like it's like reading a Goosebumps book, you know. It's like yeah, that's what I you're. No, I, I, I I I'm making jokes, but I have utmost respect for you and your choices in what you choose to play. <laughs> and I but I understand. I get where you're coming from. Is this for me? Absolutely fucking not. But like, it, it, I I like. Hey, I like this for you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> if that makes sense. Sometimes I would go in there and I would look at the screen and I'd be like, that looks pretty cool. I like the you know art. I like looking I at know, it. For reals, yeah. yeah. Let's have Grandma on the pod. One and the, the storyline yeah. and the voice acting is is charmingly campy. So there's that. It's Sick. like a B-grade horror film. No, it's not a horror. It's not really horror even, but it's spooky. It's October vibes, you know? Yes, right in the smack dab in the summer. <laughs> yeah, you're early, but I like kind of balancing it out, like waiting the the spookiness to opposite seasonal ends of the year, you know. So wait, this game is called the second one's the Mists of Ravenwood, isn't that what Andy's yeah. calling the fucking other game that you yeah. guys are playing? No, Ravenhurst. I was calling it Murder Haven. Mist Raven Manor. I was calling it Murder Haven Manor. Uh, and what's it actually called? M- Murder Haven Manor. Mistwood right. Mansion. Was the actual Miss, name. See, there you go. Miss Wood Mansion, sorry, Haven Raven. And I know that one of the one of the most popular series in the mystery case files series of hidden object games is called Ravenhurst. It's I love I love it. It's so good. They're just all recycling <laughs> the same words. Yeah, the same syllables and then uh, particles of phrases. Yeah. Hidden object games, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep playing them because for some reason right now I'm stuck into these. I like these. Yeah. Right now, I'll probably one, get thrown up one day. Them. Maybe I'll help you spy. Okay. That'll do it for me though. Okay. All right. Hidden object games. En- Enigmatis collection. Yes. Well, I suppose that would be the end of the pod if it weren't for all these news items. Still news news. News. Red Dead Redemption in 2023 was granted a rating in Korea. Could this mean what? That the remake is coming? I mean, that's what this article is implying, but like, is that game, was that game ever released in Korea? Like, I don't, I guess, I guess, I guess I get their point. I don't know. Um, I mean, probably, right? Maybe only for I mean, Koreans. Maybe, I mean, would anybody here be down for? I, I would love a, a remake yeah. of a remastering of that game. I would definitely play it. I was more excited a couple years ago. Well, but I mean, yeah, exactly. I was way more excited like five years ago, but I, I'd still buy it. On the surface, you, you hear it sounds good, but anything of the last remaster they did with the GTA trilogy and how that. Yeah, was but sure, surely they've learned their lesson, though, right? I don't know. I do not know. I wouldn't have high hopes for it. 
Well, you should have high hopes for is the Callisto Protocol's first DLC, because that will be oh. the story's final chapter. Yeah, it doesn't I sound like I should have high hopes for that. Fucking no. Uh, Greg's not here, but I'm sure he'd have many things to say. But yeah, so this is like a ten year ago DLC move. Like everything about yeah, this game feels like it, it should have been ten years ago. Should have came out ten years ago. Like. This feels like something that DLCs were trying like 10 years ago. That's all I'm saying. Oh, like like the final chapter? Yeah, like releasing the, the final chapter f- as a DLC. Well, I, I, I have not played the game, so I don't know how the game ends. Again, Greg would know this shit, but the, the, the take I saw on this news story is that the game performed worse than they thought. Therefore, the next DLC is the final chapter of the game. <laughs> you know, that was what I mean? my like impression, maybe that there would have been more the, if the game like had there would have been more. more. This would not have been the final chapter. This would have been maybe they had a, you know a similar story DLC that maybe would have ended differently. But now it's the heart pounding final chapter because they're like, well, fuck, we just got to sell this DLC because this game sold like shit and we're done with it. And this is a, this is the only thing that's coming out. Oh, but I don't right. think they would explicitly say that, right? Because that would be like... Of course not. <laughs> Abs- no, they absolutely yeah. would not. But I think there probably was more DLC planned for this. And I think they, they did say that this is... There will be more DLC, but it won't be like story DLC. Like there might be like, I don't know, cosmetics or some shit. Um, you know, easy stuff that makes money. I suppose right. that's not strange. Unlike this move that we're seeing recently... Uh, Star Wars Outlaws and Avatar Frontiers of Pandora will be exclusive to the Ubisoft store on PC. Yeah, so is that a thing still? I like, thought they like stopped releasing games in the Ubisoft store exclusively. You're wrong. I don't know what the hell Ubisoft is doing. <laughs> I, I feel like they just took a break from like releasing games exclusively on the Ubisoft store. Like I like Siege, right? That that came that's on Steam, you know. Um, so are they like going yeah, back still, to that model? Know, you still open their launcher though when you like launch. Yes, games, but yeah. but you could buy it on another platform. But now these games are going to be exclusive to the oh, Ubisoft okay, store. Okay. Why are they doubling back now? Like nobody's gonna do that. No one wants. No one wants that. It seems stranger still because like Ubisoft is not in people's good graces right now. Like maybe more than ever, and they're doing more like anti-consumer moves now. They're doubling back, like you said. That's that seems like such a strange move for yeah. a company to make. Uh, sorry, what games is this for again? Star Wars Outlaws and Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Okay, well I don't know or give a fuck about Avatar, but. Um, the Star Wars game looked cool, though. So now I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I don't have a good segue into this I, I one, do. but... I was going to say, segue. <laughs> Bramble, the Mountain King, is coming to Game Pass on June 27th. You're... I was, I was zoned out for a second because I was looking, trying to look up what this means. Why do I care about this? What? Because uh, I played it just like just because you he was talking about it. it oh, good. okay, okay. I think that, okay. I think that's just the whole story that <laughs> no, the no, game no. that we were like. I did. I did. I like, did oh, note I'd that, but this. for some reason, I thought like there was a. I, oh, 
a story. You know why it's super noteworthy? Is because Flash was talking about it and it sounded good and like we would all like it, but it's like a 30 buck game. So we were all like, this game's too expensive for what it is. Exactly. Flask also confirmed. So it's coming to Game Pass. So that's pretty sick. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, yeah. like the exact thing that would allow you guys to play it in a way that yeah. I would find like, you know, Access- acceptable. Ex- accessible and acceptable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now it's like 15 bucks now. Well, here. Basically. Yes. I don't know why. What's up? That's, uh, that's funny. My girlfriend, my girlfriend was like, oh, can we play the game that like, uh, I don't know, has like, like Nordic imagery and it's like these monsters and stuff like that. I, I think she saw it on like TikTok or something like that. So maybe the game's going a little viral. Bramble? Yeah, Bramble. Huh. And I, show, and I showed her it. She was like, yeah, it's the game. I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, it's a good enough game. It's fine. It's good. But yeah, it's coming to Game Pass yesterday as of oh, this so recording. <laughs> I'm not so subscribed right now, but maybe maybe I'll pop in for that. I don't that actually down. did it. I think it come out. I think it did come out. Weird. You don't have a story on here for Story of Seasons, Friends of Minerals Town being added to Game Pass either. No, I don't. That was an oversight on my part. I, uh, forgive me, you know. Yeah, or, yeah, or it's Fist, a, Forge it's in the Shadows. Shadow Torch. Dude. I did talk Ooh, about Dordoin. Dordoin. <laughs> you did talk about Dordoin. Uh, forgive me. Have you played the Bookwalker Thief of Tales? No, but I plan to, actually. Yeah, any same. game that Any game that is about going into books, I'm in. <laughs> have, <laughs> you played, have you played the Page Master a game on the Super Nintendo? I have not, but I remember seeing an advertisement for it before a VHS I owned as a kid. Yeah. And I also had a weird affection for the movie, The Page Master, as a kid. I owned it oh, on yeah. VHS. That's why me and you are friends. Maybe. I, I love The Page Master, and, uh, and I had that game. We've talked about it, I think, in our at, at a couple points in our friendship over the years. Yeah. Uh, we both enjoyed The Page, Ma- Page Master, even though it's a weird-ass movie and not doesn't work really as, like, when looking back on it. But there's something about it. There's this like ineffable quality to the page master that you can't get anywhere else. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now here's a so big I'm one. I'm excited for the bookwalker. Nintendo Direct. I didn't see this, but that I happened. did see one of the big stories. Super Mario RPG remake? What the fuck? What was that gonna you know? Who was expecting that? Why all this noise about Super Mario RPG now? Who was asking for that? <laughs> but I love that game. Uh, big childhood game of mine. Then that's cool. So I'm excited to see it. Some more of it. Pretty neat. Yeah, they showed off some you cool can, stuff. Uh, the new Super Mario Brother Wonder. That was called uh, the new like platformer. Right, yeah. I didn't actually see it. Um, this trailer's not oh, wow. This guy's fake Nintendo fan, fake Nintendo fan. Fake Nintendo Wait, fan. Were there two Super Mario games? Or was that the one that's like kind of like new Super Mario Brothers style where it's 2D? Yeah. I there was. I thought there okay. was two. There was two games, right? One was an RPG. One, 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 was, one was like a 2D platformer. Or am I bugging? Well, that's the one John's yeah, talking about. Wonder. Saying, yeah. I couldn't remember if there was an, another, maybe like a third Super Mario game, but. There was also Luigi's Mansion too, but that's not Mario. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, that's being ported. I wonder how the 
wonder how this game, this this Super Mario game, will hold up. I mean, have they made just a, in a general. bad Mario game? The Super Mario RPG game, I mean. Ever? But, I mean, th this looks like just like the same game, which I'm down for, but, like, I hope it is the same game. But I, I guess, uh, I guess we'll see. Did, like, Paper Mario improve on what Super Mario RPG was laying down? Paper Mario is, is kind of just different, I think. Like, Super Mario RPG was, okay. like, just a very traditional kind of turn-based RPG. Yeah, all right. Like, there's a big quest. Like, you're, you're gaining party members throughout. I think Paper Mario was trying to be, like, kind of cutesy and have, like, an aesthetic and all that. Super Mario RPG mm -hmm. was, like... It did, like, the... The on-stage combat thing, which was kind of a different exactly, style yeah. than the, the turn-based. Yeah. Okay, but sorry to see that. Um, is there anything else to mention? I put uh, Penny's Big Breakaway on here because it's from the devs of Sonic Mania. Um, and it's also coming to Steam. But it's just like, uh, basically, like, we made Sonic at home kind of game but it actually looks pretty cool i mean if you look at gameplay of it it looks uh like it could be fun cool i don't like i don't like the design of the main character penny <laughs> but uh looks fun to play hey more like break away from penny you know what i'm saying because this game it's not good that's what i'm trying to say you don't know that you don't know anything about that hey vampire survivors though Yo, I'm so stoked. Four player about couch co op across all platforms. It just keeps winning. Yeah. Pretty neat. And, and that's a free update. I mean, yeah. I mean, couch co op couch co op applies. We won't be able to like play online, but we'll, we can always probably use remote play or. You can, re you can remote play. Yeah, it's confirmed. Okay. Like, you know, remote play works just fine. I'll be honest, I don't know how fun that will be, but I'm down to try it no, out. No, I, I, I have like a specific use case for that. So like I'm excited for oh, that. Oh yeah, like you do. Sit, yeah. Sit on the couch with my girlfriend and just play that cozy ass game is like awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for couch co op, so yeah, cool. Yeah, anytime they introduce it to something, that's always a nice touch. Anything else from the showcase? Oh. Uh, okay. No. Hey, uh, I'm going to go through a list of stories. Most of them, not all of them, have something to do with uh, the current ongoing legal dispute surrounding the Microsoft attempt to purchase Activision. It's been blocked in the UK and is currently in the United States been challenged by the FTC. So the proceedings involved going through documents that Microsoft had uh, attesting to certain things, including emails about unreleased products, their ideas about product direction and that kind of thing. So there's several stories making the headlines for coming from that. I've selected just a smattering of those. We can kind of just quickly breeze through, through these, I think. Okay. Uh, 
part of the FTC line of questioning. So, okay. Part of this is is involved with Phil Spencer basically promising that COD was going to remain multi-platform. <clears throat> uh, this is making the headlines. FTC lawyer pointed out that the Indiana Jones game that's going to be exclusive was part of an originally signed multi-platform deal um, prior to the acquisition. That's new information. So just evidence that they are changing <laughs> deals after acquisitions are clearing. There's something funny about an Indiana Jones tie-in game for the new movie, just like becoming, entering into a discussion in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, FTC thinks that Microsoft's agreements with NVIDIA um, uh, and Nintendo, etc., as far as collaborations and such are full of loopholes and that kind of thing. Really just, I don't know. I didn't really make a whole lot of out of this one, just Microsoft doing corporation things. As they do. Uh, the picture being painted in the courts is that Xbox is losing the console war, with Sony being an aggressive competitor. Uh, and Phil Spencer, pinky sweared under oath that he won't pull COD from <laughs> PlayStation. <laughs> And when you say that's the when you say that's the picture being painted, Microsoft is trying to paint that, right? Yes, that, 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 that's crucial whole... because like a lot of the back and forth that I was following was about uh, whether or not Nintendo is a competitor. So that's why right. like FTC is saying like they don't really believe in that uh, um, Nintendo's agreements with Microsoft are like ironclad or that all not all that. Nintendo sees them more as like a collaborator, that kind of thing. Um, Microsoft is trying to paint a picture that Nintendo is actually probably, I, I can't remember if they said they were leading, but like that they are directly competing with Nintendo. And they're providing documents like showing that Phil Spencer receives a weekly update on how Nintendo is doing and that kind of thing. Okay. Right. Um, I mean, the whole thing is that the, the FTC is trying to stop you know, the, a monopoly from forming. So if they could, I guess, prove that they're, they're, I don't know that they're, they're weaker, their position is weaker right. than, you know, yeah, that's why they're doing that. Exactly. If they, if they make the case that they have lower market share, then it makes it seem like they're not forming a monopoly. It reminds me of that, um, episode of South Park. With the uh, with Connie West and the fish fish dicks, fish dicks, where he captures um, Carlos Mencia, and then Carlos Mencia starts like bawling and babbling about how he's like he's got a tiny dick and he's, he steals jokes and like like I, you know basically <laughs> saying like I'm nothing I'm 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 just yeah. a little pissant you know don't kill me. <laughs> um, this one was one of the bigger ones. But Phil Spencer confirmed that Starfield was potentially going to skip Xbox prior to ZeniMax acquisition. Microsoft painted the argument that part of the reason they acquired Bethesda in the first place was because they were worried about Starfield being exclusive to the PS5. 
John would have another one under his fucking belt. I was going to say it'd be too good for me eating too much. <laughs> I couldn't let that happen. Uh, and finally, Phil Spencer said that Sony held back PS5 dev kits ahead of the console launch of Minecraft, and that put them behind on the development for that on PS5. Uh, the FTC says Microsoft fought back by not providing a Minecraft PS5 optimized version. Wow. That's some that's that's warfare. That's yes, that's console warfare, warfare right brother. Dude, war war is hell. Hey, when you're out there in the trenches, never changes. Sometimes shit gets missed, you know. Some consoles they don't get patches that other consoles do. Sometimes you got to make do with less. It's part of the console wars. But don't worry, eventually your guy will win. Is the hope. <laughs> I did two tours in the console wars. By the way, your guy will not win if your guy is Perfect Dark. Because there's been some recent reports that the Perfect Dark reboot is somehow still years away. <laughs> Whatever. Jesus. Next. Next. That game's just not getting made. Yeah, didn't we look forward to that? You guys looking forward to Dude, that? Dude, okay. Well, if Six Days in Fallujah could get made, then maybe Perfect Dark can. I'd be open to a Perfect Dark game. I actually... This is a fun story, to, I guess, in the pod on. I love Perfect Dark in the 64. I actually really liked Perfect Dark in the Xbox 360. Uh, me and a friend played the shit out of that game. Had a fun-ass multiplayer. Had a fun co-op campaign. I couldn't give a hoot less. Hey, future Goldeneye, man. Future James Bond. Farsight through wall. I didn't have 64. I don't, I don't give a hoot. I'm sorry to hear that, John. And hey, if you're out there, and you're thinking that life is bad right now, well, just remember that Xbox missed their annual revenue forecast by $800 million. <laughs> I thought you were about to say 800%. <laughs> That's a lot of money to miss by. So it could be is it? worse. That seems, that's fucking wild. Uh, yeah, sor oh, sources. Is that, was that, that was the Redfall money. They thought Redfall was going to make $800 million. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that was uh, Ar Arcane Redfall was a suspected $800 million well, blockbuster. <laughs> we are oh, in my interesting bad. I don't know why right I'm now. thinking that's like a Microsoft game. Is it, it is, isn't that a Microsoft yeah, title? Yeah, it is. No, but it was going to no, push. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's. Okay. We're in an interesting arc right now where. This Microsoft Activision acquisition blocking, trying to justify it kind of thing is happening. So they're trying to justify it from a point of weakness on Microsoft's end, losing the 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 wars between their competitors. Um, and Phil Spencer went on record saying that he feels that they lost the console wars around the time of the Xbox One in that generation, I believe. Um, and he's also talked recently about how, um, you know, in, in coy terms that nonetheless reveal true intent behind, you know, has talked about how um, Redfall was just disappointment, essentially, and that he thinks that that was a failure because they didn't pay enough attention to it. Or I think in his words, it was like communicate to the developers their standards of quality at Microsoft or something like that. And he also said something about them put paying more of that attention to Bethesda with Starfield. 
Um, so even more evidence that they're they're like they were heavily injured by the failure of, Star of Redfall, and they are actively like putting their hands in to make sure that Starfield is a success. Um, and that's happening as they're trying to like be like, no, we suck. You know, we we lost. We're the losers in this, so we deserve a little something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just an interesting arc for for Microsoft and Xbox. And meanwhile, they're also doing the Game Pass thing where they're like, you know, I don't know what the latest is on that, but it's like, are they losing money? Are they gaining anything from it? Are they? Oh, is it no, like they're, a, they're they're losing they money? They're their trying time? to trying to gain like market share, but they're, right. they're definitely losing money. They just raised the price, I think, like two bucks or something like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, it is funny watching Microsoft be like self-deprecating. That's a good word to use, yeah. We, we suck so much. <laughs> Guys, we're but totally also clearly behind the scenes trying to. We're way behind. <laughs> but also clearly like struggling hardcore behind the scenes to to make a success happen, you know. I wonder if this deal goes through. That'd be interesting. Um a world in which we see World of Warcraft on Game Pass, perhaps. <laughs> right. The closest World of Warcraft would go to being free to play after only two decades of being a a, a premium model. That'd be pretty cool. Hey, that world sounds kind of nice. Gamer, I'm still yeah, not I mean, playing it. Go ahead. Right now, we've been kind of reaping the benefits of Xbox's struggles to succeed somewhere, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the last few years, at least. Uh, they're they're coming for their take. Don't you worry, guys. The service, as as meager as the PC app as it's been, it will will only get worse. Uh, yeah. The games will stop coming as much. Always. We'll get more trash. It'll cost more. That's the big thing. Guarantee you. By the by, the end of the year, it'll cost more than ten dollars a month. I'm sure. All that being said, gamer, I hope that uh, I hope that you enjoy your video games. Hope that you enjoy your your drive to work. Hope that you're ready for the the next. Hope you're ready for the weekend, brother. It's Fourth of July. It is, we know. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You got something to say? No. Uh, no. God bless um, America. Yeah, whiz bang snap, you know. Whiz bang snap. Please check out. Yeah, that was a good one, everybody. Kind of interrupted my flow. Sorry, I yeah. was gonna say something about you know missing missing one of our very special boys, but you know, you go ahead. Oh, I was gonna you sure? promote the podcast, like say stuff like that they could check us out on the Twitter at Broken Campfire. Or broken camp for a gym on yeah, whatever. That's and that's so you to think about the numbers over. <laughs> that's all this is to you. It's just numbers, stats. It's all fiscal instead of friendship. To me, this is just a chance to hang out with my friends. It's just a deep void <laughs> up there. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wrap it up. Nah, I, I, I think I'm gonna let you handle it. 
Yeah, add us on uh, Twitter if you're still on that platform. Yikes. Um, at Broken Campfire, probably. Um, YouTube. It's probably also at Broken Campfire. Check out that really long video of our stream. Check out that video of our stream. You know? Uh, it's time stamped. And yeah. uh, send us your, you know, your, your, uh, your thoughts. Uh, to brokencampfire at gmail.com. Tell us which of your relatives is very heavily invested into hidden object games. Yeah, tell us what you think about Where's Waldo and uh, or Wally if you're across the pond. Microsoft acquisition. Activision acquisition. Activision acquisition. All right, he's had enough. Take him out. Activision Take him out. Take him out. Take him out. The last word of the evening, I give it to Greg, who's not here, so we can never end the podcast. Smart.